Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, welcome back to In The Pink with me, Natalie Pinkham, and I'm delighted to say that Bose are sticking with us for another series and bringing you plenty more opportunities to win. So keep listening to find out how. Okay, next up on the podcast, it's none other than Valtteri Bottas. And you'd have to say that his season has been characterised by a few frustrations, a few missed opportunities, and a bit of a dose of bad luck, but some incredible performances too, particularly in qualifying. So we talk all about them. We talk about his childhood, his mother's interesting career choice. And have you ever wondered why quite often Finns are seen as being introverts? Well, Valtteri says that whilst they may not show their emotions, they certainly feel them. And he explains why they are as they are. It's fascinating to hear. Here he is, Valtteri Bottas on In The Pink. Well, hi, Valtteri. How are you? Sporting a wonderful moustache. I'm pleased. It's December now. You don't need to keep it anymore, do you? But you like it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Hope you, hope you, you as well. Um, yeah, I know. It's. I've heard it yesterday and and today that it's December from Tiffany. Just wink, wink. <laughs> but it's uh, still here because if I shave it off, then I look like a kid again. So I need to wait for the beard to come in. Eventually, we'll be back to normal. Okay, so you're going to let the beard catch up with the tash? At least a bit, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, good. Well, it's That's a great cause, November, so I'm, I'm pleased to see you're supporting it. Um, right, so two races to go. I can't quite believe it. What a crazy season it's been. How would you assess your season so far? Yeah, crazy season and crazy year indeed. Um, my season so far... I can definitely take positives. I can take positives that um, you know I've I've been able to really improve on many areas in terms of performance and on average, especially race pace has been a lot better than any year before. And we can see it from the numbers and from all the statistics that the team keeps. So that's good. But also, again, not really the luckiest year of mine. <laughs> you know, there's been quite a few races that I feel like. I should have had it, but obviously didn't. But it's never easy against Lewis. And that's how it is. And, you know, I feel like I always need to perfect things if I want to beat Lewis. So that's something I, I'll you know, keep pushing for, for for the future and try to do that in, in, in the future. I mean, as you say, it can't be easy being uh, held up against 
the greatest driver of all time, at least statistically, you know, arguably some would say others, but uh, the fact that he is your benchmark is tough, but it means you continually raise your game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's tough, but like you said, it's all also that keeps me pushing. I think if I would have been a teammate of any other driver on the grid uh, for these few years, I don't think I would have made these kind of steps uh, as, as a driver that I've done uh, with this team. So it definitely keeps me pushing and it's a great motivation for me to try and try and beat him. You know, that's what really keeps me going. And even though um, there's many defeats that I've had to you know, admit and take and to learn from. But eventually, you know, if I just keep working, keep, you know, turning those um, mistakes and defeats um, into experience and that I can learn from them and get better through those, um, there will be a point in my career that there will be success. You know, that's how it goes. So um, that's why I'm not going to give up. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the the accident at the weekend is sort of fresh in everyone's minds. I mean, it was it was shocking to see. Um, what are your reflections on it now? We look back a few days later. Yeah, shocking. Uh, I think every driver and everyone who was watching was really shocked and uh, no doubt um, was afraid of the worst that could happen. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I was so happy myself to see him getting getting out of from the car or hearing the news. And um, it's amazing, you know, obviously. A freak accident, but also he, he he had some luck on on his side, and it was not not his time time to go yet. So I'm really really glad it ended up ended up like it did. And again, I'm sure this as the FIA do, has been doing a great job for the for the safety, like we saw now. Again, you know there might be things that possibly we could do even better. So uh, yeah, I'm just glad about the the outcome. And how difficult was it for you to race on after it? I mean, I've I spoken to a couple of the drivers who said they felt it was a bit unfair to replay the accident on the big screens. What did you think? I did see the replay, yes. And I could see that it was coming over and over again. But there was a point that I decided that I don't want to see it again. I knew, I heard that uh, Ramayan was fine. That was the main thing. So then... I didn't allow myself anymore to watch that footage or try and let that take any focus away from the race because I knew there's going to be a restart. I knew, knew that there's going to be another opportunity for me still to have a, have a good race, uh, which didn't end up that way. But uh, that was the thing in my mind, knowing he was okay. And I just really wanted to focus on the race. And I don't know how many times they replayed it, apparently a lot, um, which you can always debate if it's right or wrong main thing he, he was okay uh, yeah. what, what do you do as a, a professional racing driver to sort of compartmentalize you just are you able just to block that out and race on when i got in the car it was not on, on my mind anymore uh, I, I managed to block it out um, if you want to you know be 100 percent uh, of your capability of performance you need to be able to block out anything any any issue or anything that is going on that's that's how it is so uh, the time actually waiting for the restart I was mainly spending chatting with the engineers about the race start you know what I can do better for the next start and then 
you know, the strategy, you know, what tires should we use, because you can obviously, during the red flag, you can change tires. So all these things that kept me busy and, and focused. And when I was in the car, only thing I was thinking was the, was the race start and how I can make most out of it. It's good, yeah, always keep busy. That's a good attitude. The world continues to evolve and the new norm isn't fully clear yet. But what does remain constant is the core message from our friends at Bose. Stay calm, stay centred and stay connected. Communication is key in everything we do and goes a long way to nurturing both ourselves and our relationships with others. So continue to talk about what matters to you. And don't be afraid to block out unhelpful noise or indeed to embrace silence because doing both can be great. Some of the ways we work will have changed forever. Embrace that. Make those new ways work for you. Shape the new norm to suit you. Feel more, do more, be more with Bose. Now, obviously, talking of busyness, busy times, uh, Lewis has got COVID. I mean, this is, you couldn't write it, could you? And then steps George Russell uh, to be your teammate at the weekend. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, as well, you know, shocking news that Lewis uh, got positive COVID test and main thing, I think at the moment he's, he's feeling okay. Uh, that's the last thing I heard. Um, and really hope, hope that he keeps strong and gets well soon. Um, and for George, it's a, it's a great opportunity. You know, I've been in that situation before, actually. Yeah, you know, I was with Williams as well, and then they they, they uh, managed to let me go to Mercedes. Uh, so it's a great opportunity for George. And if you look at it, think about it from Williams' side. I'm sure you know George can also collect some good information from the Mercedes car, um, the feeling of the car, the setup all these kind of things that I'm sure he, he's going to help Williams to try and you know, fix a few issues with their car. So it's, uh, I think it's a win-win in that sense. And I guess the team, as uh, George has been pretty strongly linked to Mercedes for a long time, uh, they want to give him this opportunity uh, and see how he does. On the other hand, I feel a bit sorry for Stoffel. I think he's already <laughs> arrived in, in Bahrain. Uh, it's the second time this year that you know, there could have been uh, a seat for him, which I believe, you know, he would have also earned it. So, um, but yeah, I'm not the one making the decisions in any way. So I'm happy to race with George in, in the same car and see how he goes. Does it change anything for you? Does it change your approach in any way? Because you're now kind of the lead driver uh, um, of the team. You're, you're the elder statesman. You're the one with all the experience. How does that play out? I don't think it's going to change much. Of course, I try to, you know, if there's a debate with the setup or if there's anything that I can show the way, which direction to go, of course, I'll, I'll try and do that. Um, but it doesn't really otherwise change the approach of the weekend in any case. So, like last week, I'm here to win the race. That's all what is in my mind. Um, and of course, make the most out of the in terms of learnings again from the weekend because we are racing for sure for, for the wins but we need to keep in mind also the future and maximize the learnings with the with the car anything we can learn in the last two races is going to benefit us next year 
and obviously a circuit that you haven't raced at before it's kind of it's a very different configuration to last weekend um does that play into mercedes hands because obviously it's going to be quick so surely will uh, work well for the quickest car but not that technical what can you tell us about your knowledge of the circuit and how you think it will suit this car uh, i think Pretty much every track has been quite okay for our car. I think it's a strong, <laughs> strong package overall. I, I feel like, yeah, you know, if you look at the track map like that, it looks like nothing special, not too, not too exciting. But actually, if you look at the details of the corners, there's still like, I think, five proper corners. So um, it's not an oval. It, it is a track with, with corners uh, and some technical corners as well, you know, so um, I think it's going to be really, really interesting. I, I think the racing should be quite good because there's a bit more straight line. So obviously, I think the cars are going to be in a bit less downforce configuration. Um, so yeah, it's a kind of a new track for everyone. And in my knowledge, what I can say now, I think it's, it's going to be fun. Oh, we're looking forward to it. Now, I want to get a better understanding of you. To And I think one way to do that is to... Um, learn a bit more about your childhood and the influences that have come through to make you the person that you are. I used to work on a poker show many years ago and the best poker players were Finnish. And one of them explained to me that the reason that you're so good at playing poker is that you don't give much away and you don't celebrate victory or mourn defeat. You keep it steady. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think we're good on not showing emotion. We, we can be good at that if we want to. We can also show emotion, maybe in a less extent than some other, other cultures, but we still have feelings. We still, you know, we could be steaming inside, but you can't see a thing, <laughs> you know, or we could be the happiest person in the whole world, but you still look the same. So uh, that's how we are. But why is that? Why is that sort of instilled in you at a young age are you taught that no you're not not taught that i think we're just really it's in in the culture and i think things are quite reserved um so in a way you can say many things can be quite shy in social situations that sometimes it would, it would feel silly to show a lot of emotion you know it's it's just things are and if you visit Finland, if you spend quite some time in Finland, you get to understand that, I, I think. And it, it's normal, you know. Um, hope, hope not, many, not too many people think we're really rude, maybe, because we don't, <laughs> you know, always say smile and please and thank you. But I think we're good people in, in, inside, but just from outside, it's a, it's a different country and culture. I mean, I like it in a way, because... Um... Sometimes if people are a bit too over the top, you don't trust them. You know, you, you kind of, you reserve your feelings for those who really have earned them, maybe. I don't know. But you're right. Like sometimes people think it's arrogance, don't they? But actually it's often shyness. The two can often be confused. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. Um, and sometimes it's funny when I, if I do a joke or something um, with a straight face. There's been so many situations that people have no idea if I'm joking or not. And I kind of enjoy that situation. It's kind of, kind of cool. But one thing with the Finns, I think that is, is true that, you know, we might be difficult to approach initially and we might not 
give away much and so on. But if you really get you know into inner circle of, of a Finnish person and really become a friend, then it's guaranteed your friend forever. You know, and then you have the trust and the loyalty um, of, of the person. Yeah, I like that. In the Pink and Bows want to support you in whatever way we can during these uncertain and constantly evolving times. So we're giving away more noise-cancelling headphones to bring some added calm to your life. To win the headphones, just tag in the three friends you're most looking forward to reconnecting with once lockdown is fully lifted. Always include the hashtag Bose, and those headphones could be yours. Good luck and stay connected. So Valtteri, tell us a bit more about your childhood because you are the son of your father owns a cleaning company and your mum is an undertaker, which I find fascinating. Just tell me what it's like growing up having a mum as an undertaker. Actually quite normal. You know, it's, uh, it's a job that someone has to do and uh, it's been her passion for a long time, uh, giving help and support for the, uh, for the tough times that, you know, people's families are having when a close one passes away and she enjoyed, enjoys being that support and doing that job. So yeah, it's a job, it's fine. And for my dad, he's got a small cleaning service, um, small company still in the same town than I was born. Um, so actually, I don't know if you think it's a normal family, but I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's lovely to hear when you put it that way, that Obviously, someone's got to do that job. I would always think it was a bit scary, but yeah, actually, it's the most compassionate role you could ever serve, isn't it? Yeah, I think, and it's a, it's a job that you need to be a strong person to do do it. So I think some of my, um, you know, the the will to succeed and will to and determination and not giving up comes from my mom. From mom. She's a very strong person mentally and in that job you need to be the, the strong one uh, when you support others. Okay, so I can see those personality traits in you, but how on earth did you end up applying it to motorsport? It doesn't feel like a traditional motor racing background. Yeah, you know, luckily there was a go-kart track really close to where I was born and just I was five years old. We were going to a town with my dad, and there was a sign uh, that there was a go kart Finnish championship race. We went and went and watched the race, uh, basically by accident. And uh, apparently, it was the first time for three, four hours. I was sitting still at that age. I was always otherwise going like back and forth. <laughs> so I was just watching the cars racing uh, because I thought it was really cool. I really enjoyed following the racing and then eventually obviously I had to try and uh, get to try one and when I did that was it. What did your parents think of it? Well they could see that I had the, the passion for for racing and for that speed and you know the, the beauty of trying to bring the lap times down. They could see that I, I was obsessed of trying to find different racing lines and things to be faster around the lap. So they always supported me because they saw that nothing I ever did before compared even close that how much I was excited about this sport. So uh, luckily they invested all their, their time and, and the money that they could, uh, that I could you know, start practicing and eventually racing. 
it's been quite a, a family commitment then, family sacrifice your career, you know, getting fully behind it, which is what you need to do, isn't it? You can't, you can't be a, a half-job Harry about this role. Everyone has to buy in, don't they? Sure, it, it, it is. You need need that support, and yeah, especially when you come from, you know, an, a normal background. Everyone needs to give hundred percent, and you know, I feel so lucky myself that even you know, after a long work day for for my parents, and like always, when I got home from school, when I asked my dad, could we go go karting? You know, he's had a long day. Um, Everything he's been tired, but still, every single time he would take me to the track, and we would just go go driving, and uh, that was really cool. And now, you know, when I get older, I actually appreciate it a lot more. As a kid, you don't really realize that, but you know, I'm sure they had other things to do as well. But uh, they really prioritized um, the passion I had. That's great. Who would you say were the strongest influences on your life? Were they, is it your parents? I mean, I know that Toto Wolf's a massive influence in terms of your career, but who would you say kind of mentored you through most of it? My parents, for sure. You know, they they uh, grew me up. You know, I became one and because the, the things they taught me, but also for me, uh, when I started go-karting, Mika Hakkinen was the big hero for me. You know, he, he was the one I was looking up and thinking that, wow, that's, well, want to be one day so he was like a massive motivation for me when i was a kid and actually made me to work harder and try harder to try and become a formula one driver one day so he was like a big big mentor for me and eventually as well joined my management team which is crazy if i think about you know 20 years ago i could have never thought about it so uh yeah here we are that is pretty cool isn't it you know, you don't just know him, you're part of the same team. Um, and how much of an influence has Toto been on your career? Uh, Toto has been a big, big influence as well. Like every single member of my management team has. Um, but Toto, yeah, you know, he he noticed, uh, I think, my talent quite early on in 2007, 2008, uh, when I was in former Renault. And he was helping me a lot in my career. Um, and obviously now it's um, he's in a different role now he's my boss so uh, but he's still helping me you know he still um, wants me to succeed he still wants me to see and progress um, uh, anything that, that there is to get you know so yeah he's um, he's always been a good good mentor as well and and someone else I really want to um, gauge on how much impact they have on your career at the moment is lovely girlfriend Tiffany because she's an unbelievable athlete in her own right um for anyone who doesn't know she's one of Australia's best road cyclists and she's just an incredible performer but how does that dynamic work do you share information and advice and techniques and learn how to deal with success and failure as a couple ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. For sure, you know, with... Um with a professional athlete, um, for sure you can understand each other in uh, in, in many different ways that you know uh, some other people might maybe wouldn't. But yes, we can definitely both ways uh, share the good and bad bad times. And I think you also um, understand the sacrifices you know you have to do for the sport if you want to succeed. And it is that mental support. And I have to say, this year I've been you know really lucky that. Uh, She's been able to come to most of the races, um, and because obviously I've been really limited this year with who I can actually meet and see, you know, whether it's a racetrack or not. So it's been nice that been able to, you know, from home to the racetrack be more or less always together. And I also managed to go to some of her races this season just to support her. So um, it's been mentally an important support and, uh, and company. In, in this kind of crazy year and for sure always when I have the downs um, she doesn't know what to say you know she's been there herself so uh, it's, it's really cool and she's got you into cycling how much has that helped well yeah I started actually cycling more um, I would say a couple of years ago I started to swift change a bit more from running to cycling because I realized I'm going to get old as well eventually and my knees and ankles are going to be broken <laughs> so I decided cycling is going to be a better option for the future it's, there's less impact you know um, and it's good fun for training so yeah my cycling game has been going strong at least the style is now on point still need a need, need a bit more endurance but uh, it's getting better it's an, a sport that is really addictive you can see the progress really quickly and but such a great way to spend time together, you know, like for me and Tiff going for a ride, whether it's a new location or anywhere, it's, it's so nice to spend the day and a um, great way to exercise and keep fit. I mean, you do really like measuring yourself against the best, you know, you're, you're racing with Lewis and you're cycling with Tiffin. Keep your standards high, don't you? My life is a race, as you see, <laughs> so, even at home. Very true. Oh, i tell you one thing about your upbringing that I wanted to mention as well, was your, you, you were a Lance Corporal. Do I have to call you Lance Corporal Bottas? You were part of the army. I know you have to be, but how long did you actually do? 
to call me Corporal Bottas. Sounds quite nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, well, everyone in Finland has to do it, so it, it's, it's normal for us. And for me, it, yeah, it was only six months, but it was pretty, pretty full on. And that was when I did it in 2008 and nine in the winter, winter time. So it's got to be cold. Yeah. It was cold, yeah. We were sleeping sometimes a week or two in the forest in a tent, uh, minus 20, minus 30. So yeah, fresh. But uh, I think the experience actually for many boys, it really makes you a man. So I think it's, it's nice, uh, nice experience. And maybe at that time, it was always not so much fun, but looking back, you know, if you put hundreds of guys in the forest, you know, always something fun is going to happen at some point. So <laughs> sounds like a nightmare, but yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking of learning from it, and I know when we spoke uh, back in all places Germany, um, you were just telling me how much you have enjoyed learning and how far you feel you've come since your your debut with Williams. Um, how, how do you feel now? How different do you feel now? As both a racer and a man. Well, it's uh, night and day. Like in the in the past years, how much I've learned as a as a human being, and as a racing driver, I never could could have imagined that you know how far can you go and how much you can learn about life and and how to be a fast driver. So I thought I was quick, like I don't know a few years ago. But only if I knew how much I would be still able to learn and develop and, and improve. Because everyone in this sport are all, all the time getting better and better. So, and also, yeah, the main thing is I've learned so much more about myself. I think this sport is a really unique sport that you can really learn a lot about yourself and who you actually are and what do you need to perform and, and to be happy. and. And also, it can help to put things into perspective many times. So, yeah, I feel consider myself lucky that I can I can still live my childhood dream, which is to become a champion, and it's still realistic. Uh, some people might think it's less realistic, but I always believe it is, and that's why I'm still here and still pushing, and that's why I can't wait for next year to start from zero again, you know, and have another another shot for it and give it all that I have. Okay, so aside from being world champion, any other dreams? If you have a half an eye on the future after Formula One, what else would you like to achieve? Mm, you know, I'm actually involved in quite quite many things already for, you know, I don't know, there's so many, so many cool things. You know, the good thing with the, with the lockdown period this year was that I really learned that even without Formula One, I can be happy. You know, I learned that you know, even months away from Formula One, not thinking about Formula One every day, there's so many nice things in, in life that will make you happy. And in the end, it's the small little things and your passion and the things that make makes you happy. That's the main thing in this life. You know, so um, I'm pretty open-minded for the future. Um, I will keep following my passion or passions and. We, we see. I can't say now what I'm going to be doing in in, in 10 years. So. It's great to hear. Altri, thank you so much for your time. It's lovely to see you. All the very best this week. Thank you. Thanks very much. 
Thank you, Valtteri. Really appreciated your time and the chat and all the best for the remaining two races of the season. It was great to catch up with you. Loads more great guests on the way, as always, here on In The Pink. And thank you so much for your company and your feedback. Would love to hear who else you'd like to hear from on the rest of this series. And that is your way of winning too. So just add your comments on my Instagram or In The Pink's Instagram and tag in a friend and you could be receiving a pair of Bose headphones. Until then, speak soon, take care of yourselves, stay connected with In The Pink. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 